Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, I'm Mitch. And I'm Greg. And this is Side Note. A podcast where every episode we tell stories about and then debate a controversial topic. And then we research and splice in all the mind-blowing shiznit throughout so you are entertained while simultaneously learning. Today we're talking about Android versus Apple, which is an insanely heated debate between Greg and I for like the last five or six years. But we're going to start with stories of Greg's experience in the Apple Store, the notorious Apple Store. Whereas I'm going to tell a story about uh, a time that we really messed up a relationship with a brand because we're dumb and young and silly. And then we're going to have a true debate on Android versus Apple. Which one is better? Obviously, Greg's an Apple stand and obviously I'm an Android stand. We'll see who wins. Today's side notes will be presented by me, Craig, and Rachel. Hey folks, let's get into it. Before we start, today's episode is brought to you by the productivity app, which I'm obsessed with. It's for Windows or Mac called Cold Turkey. Google Cold Turkey or go to coldturkey.com to download it now and start blocking the websites that are making your life just disappear before your eyes, that are making you distracted online. Also, downloading Cold Turkey helps our show as you interacting with our sponsors is what makes us able to keep doing this. So I've been using Cold Turkey, this app, on my computer all week and I've gotten so much more work done this week than any other week. It really, really works. So the way I use it is I use Cold Turkey to block the websites that distract me when I'm writing a script like Twitter or Pitchfork or Facebook. And the best thing about Cold Turkey is unlike other productivity apps, which I've used before, this one you can't just go turn off. It really makes you quit them cold turkey. So when I'm writing a script and I get a little bored, I always like compulsively go to Twitter. Bam, this thing shows up. Cold turkey has blocked you. And it's like a nice little friend nudging you to get back to work. So go to coldturkey.com to download the free version right now. It's great for studying, writing, working, finishing that book you've always wanted to write. But also the pro version, which I have, is amazing because it blocks video games, schedules times so that you can like organize your day around when these websites and things will shut off. And there's also a writing doc that comes up on your screen and makes it so you can't access anything else but this doc. And you can set up half an hour where you're just purely writing. Again, that has been so helpful for me writing scripts and writing comedy. So to get 20% off of that pro version, use the promo code SIDENOTE. So again, go to coldturkey.com and use the promo code SIDENOTE for the pro version or just download the free version right now to start blocking websites. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. I'm drinking my coffee 
right now. So I'm like, I feel like in 20 minutes, I'm going to wake You'll up. You'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just sort of like. At I'm the like, end of the podcast, I'm going to be really positive. Yeah. I'm having a yeah. second. Yeah, we're recording this on a Monday. So it's like one of those times when I, I was like, I'm going to keep my morning routine all weekend. And then literally I went to bed at like 4 a.m. And then at like 2 a.m. Yeah, like, you had some late nights. But it wasn't, I wasn't there. like going crazy. I was just like hanging out. And then, you know, when you're like, I don't want to leave yet. And now I'm like, ugh, then having to switch back to the weekday. Oh my God, a man of the night. I'm having my second tea and it's only like 10 a.m. And it's going to be a weird. You're day. a dangerous person. I know. I live Toxic, on the edge. Really. <laughs> comment corner. Okay, so this week's comment is from Casey PB, Casey B Humphrey, to be exact. Okay. And all they said is, "I just messaged my AP biology teacher to listen to hashtag Side Note podcast." Oh. And included the proof because you know what? It's true. Two photos. You know what I mean? Oh, like if they had oh, just said right, that, I would have like, been like mm-hmm. receipts, please, because <laughs> anyone could tweet said thing. Yeah. Also, it was like humble brag, AP Biology. Like we get it. And it's like that's also like the sexiest science what? profession. Biology teacher. Maybe I just have a bias. Is my like I was oh, like my sexy? biology like my biology teacher was, was hot? like yeah like the the hottest one at the school. One of them. Male or female? It was a male. Actually, I had a female. Actually, both my female biology teachers were really hot. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like that's the science where it's like, you know, you're one with nature. You, like, appreciate the, like, physiology. You probably run triathlons. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. for sure. For sure. Physicists are just, like, always, like, Mm -hmm. disheveled, like, throwing their papers on the thing. Like, um, Mm -hmm. my physics teacher told me to leave grade 12 physics because they said that I was too disruptive. Not surprised. On the first day. Um, but that's so sweet. I love when people send us stuff to say that, especially when they're getting teachers hooked and it's like, maybe one day they'll just have a class where they just play our podcast. Oh, they're going to say maybe one day they're just going to have a class where everyone's sexy and they teach you how to be sexy. Oh, we have some <laughs> videos on that. But. Oh, what did we learn this week? I have a what did you learn this week that's going to change people's lives. Um, Whoa, that's a big <laughs> off the top. Okay, no, I'm ready. No, it's already physically affecting you, and it's very simple, what? and I don't know how to change what how I react to this kind of thing, but what? they have done studies, and it's like the simple fact that a negative mood negative plays mood, okay. a physical negative role in your body by increasing inflammation throughout your body. Oh. So if you are in a negative mood and then they take blood samples around that time, you'll, you're your, your body will be experiencing inflammation and then the opposite is true is if you're feeling really good your inflammation levels are much lower and inflammation is bad people yeah it's, it's literally um, so basically your body's immune system has been triggered so if you're very upset about something so it's a I mean we often hear about stress and all these reasons that like they contribute to negative health and I think it's all kind of rolled into one thing like if you're feeling bad mentally it's worth putting time into Wait, feeling good Wait does feeling mentally. bad mentally make things in your body inflame? Yeah that's what I'm saying. Like, like it's, what? It's worth, like, your whole body just, like, it becomes more affected by that. Wait, okay, okay, wait. They take blood samples and find out that what? That there's a higher... Like, inflammation, inflammation. response? Yeah, so like, you can see, I don't know the exact molecules that they're testing in this, but it's, like, molecules related to inflammation throughout the body are, higher. are on higher levels if you've been in a bad mood. And but so maybe you're chronic, in a bad mood because you scraped your knee. I guess that that could be fair. There could be like, like it's some like extraneous chicken or the egg. Like which came first, the chicken or the egg? Because they often <laughs> you're say- You're in bad moods because you've always just No, but they, because that I, I saw some conversation around like, well, what does it mean for depression? Because you could be depressed, which could trigger- Inflammation, which could trigger a bad mood. Like, what huh. is your inflammation making you in a bad mood, or is your bad mood making a you n- 
positive feedback loop of yeah. negativity. But from this study, from people who were not depressed, they believe that the negative mood itself, being in a negative mind space, was contributing also, to Also, people depression. just, like, I remember in cell biology learning that. They're like, and then the inflammation response, like, IF factor 2 comes in and this kills you. Like, it's just like, I didn't realize <laughs> well, that like, inflammation was so bad. It's no, the, it's, well, it's, chronic it's acute. Inflammation yeah, it's an acute good really thing. really not good for you, yeah. But it was interesting because it was actually, like, you know, causes cancer, all these things that you don't really think about. Also, adding itis to whatever, it's the inflammation of that thing. Mm-hmm. Like bronchitis. Or hepatitis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I love those little tidbits. Yeah, good for Jeopardy. What did you learn, Greg? Um, okay, so I just finished a book called Spying on Whales, which was very on brand for me because mm-hmm. I love whales and my <laughs> social media handles whale watch me feels that I still am it's like, like, why didn't you write that book? <laughs> no, because I'm not a literal researcher of whales. That's like what I would say about this book that was so amazing and why I loved it is it was such a science book. Like mm-hmm. there was none of that pop science stuff. Like every time that something kind of got a little bit like exciting, he'd be like, But let's go really detailed. It was a very like like as a science communicator my one criticism was sometimes i just wanted that like, like more but i was like this that. is such an accurate amazing right. book okay. i really enjoyed the way he wrote because i never felt like oh god this is so exaggerated mm-hmm. like why are you talking about your great aunt susan when she once gave you a weird dessert oh you know? that's one thing science books do that's that is so annoying when they talk <laughs> about their family I'm like i just don't care like is this a memoir because i'm here to learn about whales <laughs> but i more meant like there are science books that exaggerate or they kind of uh, like you realize that that has right they you know what i mean the they're trying instance, to make you yeah be like wow yeah, yeah. And then you kind of, you're like, wait, can I trust this? Mm-hmm. But this book, I was very like, I trust. All. Okay. So what did you learn from So that? I'm just going to pick some of the things that were like the poppiest of the pop. Okay. So after you just said the pop stuff's so annoying, but <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to share all the pop. No, stuff. well, I did all the work. I read the book and this is the part that I was like, okay, that is like okay. a punchy thing to say. Okay. Cause we're on a podcast. My read the details. Okay. So whales, blue whales, for example, are the largest vertebrate animals ever that have ever existed on earth. So the fact that we are alive right now with them is like amazing. Like magical. Yeah, well, mag- <laughs> magical, <laughs> magical, I guess. But you know what I mean? Like people think of dinosaurs like, oh, these big things that lived a long time ago. Now they're mm. gone and we never could have seen them. But yeah. it's like, no, whales are bigger than dinosaurs. They're alive right now. And it's just like really interesting to be like, we're lucky to have the chance to maybe see these amazing things. Beaked whales can hold their breath for two hours and they can go... 9,000 feet deep oh. in that time to get prey, which is just like insane when you think about it. They breathe air. Anyways. Oh, it's it also so freaks me out that some sea creatures have beaks. Like, are they called beak whales because they actually have a hard beak? No, it's like, yeah. Well, they're baleen whales, but it's just like the type of jaw that they have. They call uh, them beak Because whales. I was just also thinking of like, you know how some octopuses and stuff, they actually have like a beak. And I'm like, why? That's so You what? I didn't like, know that. When you look in their little hole, it's like a beak. Oh, God. No, no, no. That's how they eat they don't have like, yeah. Okay, yeah. it's not literally. Okay. Yeah, they're not like, like, burn. <laughs> okay. Okay, there's only 450 North Atlantic right whales left. So it's like so sad when you learn about whaling and how many whales existed in like the, in literally 1900. There were so many, and now there's just so few, which is so sad. Um, and then bowhead whales, this is like the last thing I'm going to say, which I love, they can live to be 200 years old. Mm-hmm. So they're like <laughs> these whales that have been around for, so, like, think about it, we're, we're what, 2019? Yeah. So in 1819, one of these whales Was could have been like born around. and is up in the Arctic and has been watching <laughs> this world. And they're just talking about the evolution of them is crazy because... Like they, there's literally a bowhead whale that's born right now that could potentially be alive in 200 years. Wow. And think about how different the Arctic yeah, will be, how like different the world will breath, be. And they're like, oh my God. Yeah. And we don't get to experience, no right. human will be able to be on this earth for that long. I just thought that was like fascinating that they lived that long. And then, As yeah, of yet. 
as of yet, but yeah, Mitch <laughs> wants to live forever. But also, they would like find harpoons in these whales that would be like these stone oh harpoons that were like so archaic. They're like, we haven't used these in so long, and this like brand new, fresh dead whale has this harpoon wound in it. Oh, like, that's, that's yeah, cool. I don't know. Anyway, that's I just cool. thought it was so cool. Anyways, whales are obviously the best. I'm like, I could keep going, but I know we need to move on. And this isn't about whales. This is about cell phones. It could be. We could have an episode about whales. But Actually, yeah, we no, should, because I'm like sweating. <laughs> and I'm terrified of whales, and you love them, and that would be probably an episode we should do. Yeah, yeah. If you try and argue the con of whale, I will literally burn you alive. <laughs> okay. Story time. Story time. Story time. Story time. So today we are going to be having a debate and talking about a subject that Mitch and I talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. And fight about all the time. <laughs> Apple versus Android. Uh-huh. As you can tell from like my sleek exterior, my minimal- minimalist presence, my design-focused <laughs> aesthetic life, I am in fact Apple. And as you can tell from like my actual know-how, my understanding of technology and not my just you know allure to everything that is popular and flashy... I'm an Android fan. Okay, wow, that didn't even make sense. Anyways, <laughs> you didn't understand it because it's a little too leveled up for you. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So we are going to be debating later and getting into a lot more of that. But for for story time, we're going to be talking about sort of our experiences around cell phones. And for me, I'm going to start when I think of Apple. I think of my experiences with the Apple store and like Apple products when going into stores. So for example... When I was younger, and I don't know if you ever did this, and I want to know, I think it might have been the fact that my parents, like again, didn't allow me to have like cable or like see movies or like anything. But I would always go to Future Shop slash Best Buy. It was bought by Best Buy, but Future Shop in a Canadian mm-hmm. context. And I would sit in their entertainment systems. You know when they would have like the TV, oh, yeah. And I would just like watch Dante's Peak, like full <laughs> movies. Like that's how I would like absorb. I loved that movie at the time. I know. And then I remember like being a kid. Like I would either go alone, which is sad. Or I would go with like my one other friend who also wasn't allowed to have cable, named Nathaniel. <laughs> and we would watch full movies. But I remember when they would come by, like the people owning the like who worked at Future Shop, would kind of stand up and be like, "Oh, is that speaker? Are we gonna buy, are we gonna buy this? Yeah, one? like exactly. I'm like, what's, I, where's the price tag, sir? Yeah, like this ten year old is gonna buy this like huge ass. I'd be like, "Oh, well, interesting. I don't Tell know. me about um, it's a uh, high quality. Yeah, like ex- I don't know. Is this sound settings? good enough, Nathaniel? Like, like we're like a gay couple who's ten gonna buy something. So then, but also there were these Macs. Like, do you remember? This is like aging ourselves a bit. The, the, I looked them up because I didn't know, but they were like the iMac 3 that were like flavored and they had like the plastic colors and they yeah, would yeah. be like what blueberry. Do you mean oh, like the names were basically. Yeah, there yeah, was yeah. blueberry and lime and raspberry yeah. and that was my first Those experience. Those were so popular. And I remember being obsessed with that. I was like, that was so smart for kids. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. I want a blueberry Mac. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, my parents was like, no. Like, we don't have cable. Mm-hmm. We're not getting a blueberry Mac. Side note, like, do you remember similarly that there was like these phones you could get, like cordless phones that were also colored like that? Do you remember? Wait, like, were they I, Mac? No, they weren't Mac. But I know sorry. what you mean. They were like, like see through. Like, kind of see through. You could see the inside, but they'd be colorful. Like mine was like blue, like a really bright blue, and there was like red. I don't know. It seemed like, like a similar kind of, time. Is that cool now? Isn't like everything cyclical? Fashion cyclical. Nineties. But are like back. we don't need like. <laughs> but that like kind why of not? Mobile phone. Maybe the new iPhone slash thing should just we'll be like see through. Oh. I'm into that. Okay. Anyway. But and so there was this game on these iMacs. I don't know. Did you ever? It was like a Raptor game. Like it was called Nanosaur because I looked it up and I it was like you would be a raptor. It's like the only computer game I ever played, and it was ferociously at Future Shop alone for hours on end on a on a display of an iMac. <laughs> and it was like you were like a, a raptor, and you would run around and you would like try and collect eggs like before an asteroid hit the ground. It was almost like Fortnite. Like it was like a cute. Like it was a time was running out. Mm-hmm. It would like 
in 30 minutes it was over and I was obsessed <laughs> with this game. Like, it was almost like Fortnite, the only other game you kind of know now. Yeah, the, exactly. <laughs> like, and I'm like, well, no, there's the other game maybe I like. I like a time limit. I like it to be short and okay. I don't want to have to okay. actually like use my brain. Okay. And so I was obsessed with that. And then moving forward, I'm just talking about a couple more things we're going to move on to your story about the Mac store that bothers me now. Because now the Mac store is like fully like a cult. Mm-hmm. And I remember recently I went in and I was like, I just want to buy a charger. And I like walked in and I was like, oh my God, there's all these people here. Like there's no cash registers. Like if I want to <laughs> grab a charger, I'm like, am I going to get smacked like out of my head? Like you have to speak to a genius mm-hmm. and then speak to like their friend. And when I finally, like after 10 minutes of like waiting to get with someone, I was like, I want to buy a charger. And then they start to talk to you. And I'm like, I don't want to be your friend. I want to buy a charger. And they're mm. like, they're not even upselling. They're trying to like make your a experience good. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, this is not good. You need to get at least one freaking cash register. Cause I don't like that. I have to like talk to seven people before yeah. I buy. Like, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Like I'd love the opposite experience where you are. It's just robots. You just take what you want and then you, is leave. that the opposite? <laughs> But no, Wait, I you mean, want like, just robots? What do you mean? I mean, like, I don't want to. Like, I hate the idea of walking into the Apple store because of that. Because there's like a hundred employees, and I'm like, I actually don't want to talk to an employee. My, full big, chaos. I hate when you walk into any store and someone goes like, "How can I help you?" And I'm like, just leave me alone. That's how you can help me. But you can't even do that at Apple store. You have know. to go to that person at the front mm-hmm. to tell you. Like, it's not even. It's actually kind of insane, and I don't know why. But I think they. I realized later. I'm like, why didn't I buy my Apple Court anywhere else? Like, I went to the Apple store. I'm like, I could buy this anywhere. Also online. (laughs) Yeah, I think they were kind of like, yeah, that's because no one comes here to buy a cord, you idiot. Like, I literally went all the way to the Apple store because I was like, I need an Apple cord. But anyways, I I don't. I think they need to figure that out. Obviously, it works for them, but I don't know. You've have you ever been to the Apple Store? Yeah, I have been, but I've never bought. I've been with you and been like, oh my god, do you god, eye roll like crazy? Oh my god, I guess that's like your worst nightmare. Yeah, interacting with people. Yes. Imagine <laughs> you died in the Apple Store. That would be so sad. Well, it'd be sad for anyone to die in the Apple Store, <laughs> but extra sad for you. Yes. The way that Apple Stores are laid out is working. In 2017, Apple was once again the top retailer. And by a landslide, number two was Tiffany & Co. Interesting. But Apple was number one by almost double. And they do about $5,500 per square foot of sales per year. But why does it work so well? Okay, so first, Apple designed their store the way that they designed their products, which was by creating and testing prototypes. In the beginning, only a quarter of their first stores were actually dedicated to products. Steve Jobs, the fame fame dude, decided that people sort of buy things on what they want to accomplish rather than buying things based on like the specific specifications that you see on the technology. That's why Apple stores are kind of designed around people's interests, like photos and your kids and videos rather than the actual products themselves. Then we have the infamous Genius Bar, where you can go to the back of the iPhone store and hang out with an Apple genius. This was actually meant to mimic the feeling and the experience of hotel concierges. He's a concierge! In focus groups, Apple discovered that people had the best customer service experiences when they were in hotel lobbies. The key was that the concierges aren't trying to sell you anything, and that way it almost feels like they're always there to help, and that's what they want the Genius Bar to feel like. 
This kind of gets at the central component of why the Apple stores are so successful. And that is, we've kind of heard this before, customer support. Apple employees are actually trained on how to read body language in order to be more empathetic and make sure that you as a consumer feel comfortable. For example, they learn that a customer with short breath or like fist-like gestures is likely frustrated, while a tilted head may indicate that a customer is evaluating their choices. Should I pay a little bit more for 64 gig, or should I stay to the 32? Essentially, Apple puts a lot of value in ensuring that their employees know when customers are open to conversation and when they're on the offensive and they just want to buy a cord. That's me. Ain't nobody got time for that. So as strange as the store may be, for example, where are the cash registers? Why does everyone look so cute that works here? Etc. There's a method to the badness. And based on the retail numbers, it's working because... Again, as we said earlier, they are the top retailer year after year after year. I have a story related to both of us. Okay. Kind of actually more to you than to me. What? Um, That's not fair. <laughs> it's about you, but I was involved. Um, is it roasting me in a way? Remember? So, okay. It's roasting oh. you in a way. It's roasting, <sighs> we're, it's roasting both of us. So, uh, probably a year or a few years ago, we were in like a relationship with Samsung, the phone company. Oh my gosh, like Mitch. Okay, we have been doing this for so long. You always go, about a year ago. And then I'm like, no, that, that was, was four three years ago. Years ago. No, four no, years no, ago. honey. Let me look this up. No, right you're now. right. I don't know. I have no concept of time. Uh, it's a year and a half ago because I have I have a related thing. That makes me feel computer. good. It feels like a lot longer than that. Yeah, you're right. I feel really young. I feel like I was like 14 when we did that. Yeah. Oh my God, but I was 28. Okay. <laughs> Either way, um, so we had this relation with them. Like we were uh, part of a program that was gonna like inspire kids and help um, contribute to like giving a classroom that won this competition, like all this Samsung gear. Uh, and so we were kind of the spokespeople for that. It was cool. It was very cool, and it was like we were happy to be part of that because it was like encouraging kids to get involved with solving problems in the world. Basically, it's really hard for us to actually do sponsorships. Like sometimes it's just like McDonald's, like explain why our burgers good, yeah, and we're like, like <laughs> we can't do yeah. that. That's literally evil. Yeah, <laughs> this was not evil. No. So uh, yeah. It felt nice and part of the agreement obviously as is with most arrangements with sponsors is like we are supposed to use Samsung phones because yeah. <laughs> now we're a representative of them and it looks kind of sketchy and weird. Oh my like, god this is what you're talking about. Like for any brands <laughs> listening to this I swear we've come from this experience and we're better representatives of brands because what happened then is at that time we were just like not really thinking about it I think and we decided I to I wasn't make, thinking yeah, about okay, it. Yeah okay so this I, this is fully on Greg. So I don't like Android phones and so I Kept my well, Apple phone. Greg, yeah, Greg <laughs> kept his Apple phone, of which... I gave my mom my Samsung, which is really nice. That's fine. But the problem is we made a video called what? How Is Your Phone Changing You, which on the surface seems fine, but from the perspective of a phone brand would have been... It's literally a video about like how your phone is mostly having a negative impact on your brain oh, yeah. and changing your life and how social media integrates and makes you addicted and all these kind of but things. But weren't they okay with that? This one wasn't the actual problem. We oh. we got a message being like, they're kind of upset about something you did. We thought it was this. This it was... Wasn't. I remember this was a time where I was like, okay, we are in this like weird office. We make YouTube videos and we get sponsorships. But I... TBH in my head, I'm like... <laughs> I don't like no one takes this seriously. You know what I mean? Like I kind of like have that like I don't know. I think because it's like I never expected to be a boss. I always assumed people would tell me what to do. Like these are decisions we had to make on our right. own. Like, this is very much a thing of me being like I remember thinking just not that, thinking about it, not thinking. thinking. Just and then like, when, that, when they were deal. like the brands upset, I was like, what? Why? So then <laughs> we're like, oh god, they're mad about this ASAP Science video. It turns out though, Greg had also made an ASAP thought. 
called Six Reasons to Take a Smartphone Vacation. Which is very on brand right now. Everyone's doing it. It was ahead of its time. I don't know why I thought of that. And not only that, in this video, so in ASAP Thought Videos, for those you don't watch, like we talk to the camera. This one's just Greg chatting to the camera about why you need it's to stop. It's not called Greg and Mitch. The channel's called Greg and Mitch now. Um, but then we sometimes do sketches that are like funny. And in all those sketches, Greg is using <laughs> his iPhone in the year that we've exclusively signed off to really only be using our Samsung phones, especially in public. Like, especially on our but channel. But I was about giving up my iPhone, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Like, it's like taking an iPhone vacation, but using a in Samsung. In a world, it was like, get rid of this thing. But in the end, I'm like, but if you have a Samsung phone, just... That's a, okay, just, so that's not what the video yeah, says yeah. at all. So then they're like, you know, this video kind of sucks that like... But we, we, we worked it out. They didn't we say like, this video sucks. They said like, this is fully problematic. And like, <laughs> never did we ever think that a contract, like just they were like, you're an idiot. Really. Yeah. Like we, they didn't ever expect to ever have this issue. That's true. And, and so we was, took out all the skits. Our, right? Yeah, eventually yeah. we, I, well, you, I think, d- redid that video <laughs> and took out all those sketches and just had it. I remember I was so mad, though. I was like, this is bullshit. Like, that's capital. That's company. Blah, blah. And, like, yeah. like, tried to vent to, like, our team. And, and everyone on our like, team was like, Greg, I think if you think about it, like, you're actually just an idiot. Like, like, like it's not wrong. that hard to have held the Samsung phone yeah. to have not made I a video about giving up your phone. For what us, what happens is, like, we were always so protective of our channel that when we worked with brands, we were like, you're not allowed to change what we do. And it was the first time we had to come face to face with, like, being reasonable about that. Because we were like, I, yeah, I don't want a brand to have to tell me what we can and can't do on our channel. But we had also come to an agreement with them about certain things. They still let us put that video out once we took out the sketches yeah. and, and stuff. Yeah, and I was so like, no. I was like, we're doing this to help get kids inspired to do science. And they're like, yeah, but there's some caveat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That's oh, awful. Wow. Man. I'm not good at business. Ne- never had a business degree, in fact. And never Never will. even, like, passionately don't like business. And this is why. Here's your job. Here's your, here's <laughs> You're literally running a business. No. Uh, this is our I love how apology. you were like, it's kind of about both of us. Like, that was fully me. No, I know. Story. But I, I, I also remember, no tea, no shade, warning you ahead of it. I feel like I was like, I don't think you should really do yeah, that. Yeah, you did. And yeah. you were like, Mitch, it's yeah. not a big deal. Yeah. No one's going to care. And literally the second it went out, we got an email being like, they're really upset. And I was like, this is too much oversight. I quit. <laughs> like, I was just like <laughs> so mad. But no one was on my side. But in retrospect, it's like, Greg, you're a dumbo. We've grown up a lot from that. It's 2019, and we're all out here trying to live our best lives, right? You know what, guys? I know I said this last year and, like, every other fucking year of my life, but I'm serious this time. New year, new me. For many of us, that includes wasting less time on our phones. So, here are four tips for less screen time. Number one. One. Step into the gray. Most phones have an option to turn the screen from color to grayscale. Our brains are primed to love color. Evolutionarily, color tells us if something is important. Like, ooh, look over there, it's a red color. Uh, Maybe it's a berry, maybe it's delicious. Phone designers know this, so they make things extra colorful and eye-catching, making it hard to look away. And I see your true colors shining through. So when you switch to gray, it makes the screen less stimulating. Alternatively, you can turn down the brightness, which will help as well. Numero do. Two. Check your numbers. Throughout Silicon Valley, one of the buzzwords floating around is the digital well-being movement. 
and many companies are allowing you to check how much screen time you are clocking, including apps like YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, which, let's be honest, it's apps that eat into most of our phone time. A 2017 report from Instagram said that those over the age of 25 spend more than 24 minutes a day on the gram. Um, no offense. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. That seems like a lot to me, but let me just quickly pop open my stats and see how I compare, okay? So, click your activity. Oh, okay. Um, 53 minutes. Average time spent day using the Instagram app on this device in the last week. Well, um, now that I'm humiliated, I'm going to try to turn this into a game, a challenge, really. Let's play a game. This week, yeah, it was 53 minutes, but next week I want it to be 43 minutes. Gamification has been shown to be an effective way of reaching your goals because it gives you a little boost of our favorite dopamine when you win. Number three, three, put your phone on the shelf. A study found that simply having your phone next to you, even if it's not ringing, even if it's not buzzing, even if your phone is turned off, it will reduce your cognitive abilities and distract you. Put your phone on the shelf. Put it in another room. Just try it. Just see what happens. Number four, four, keep it out of the bedroom. Similar to tip three, having your phone in your bedroom can disrupt your sleep. Looking at the blue light emitted by screens on cell phones can disrupt production of melatonin, the hormone that controls your sleep-wake cycle or circadian rhythms. Reducing melatonin makes it harder to fall and stay asleep. Instead, Try keeping it charged in the kitchen. But I know that many of us use our phones as an alarm clock, but you can get a pretty decent alarm clock for cheap. So try making the switch and it could really help you get those extra Z's and I know we all need them. Sleep, ugh, I love it. Good luck. 
We'll be right back with our debate on Android versus Apple. We have become officially a modern pod, and you can now follow us on Instagram. It's at SideNotePod, and this is where we're going to post the polls so you can actually vote on who won the debate. Please help me. I've lost them all. Also, you can see the pictures from behind the scenes and also any extra information that we might have from our episodes that we don't include in the podcast. As well, make sure on iTunes you are leaving us a review. We love to read what you're saying about our podcast, how we could even make it better potentially. And lastly, make sure you go to coldturkey.com and download Cold Turkey. Also, use the promo code SIDENOTE to get 20% off the pro version, which I'm obsessed with, and get focused and get writing. That's coldturkey.com, promo code SIDENOTE. Are you ready to fight over our lifestyles? I really am, and I really... I'm very convinced that this is going to be a hard one for you. Okay. Well, should I go first then? Like, if you have such a grand finale ending for <laughs> yes. uh, to, to reset it up for everybody, I'm representing the debate side of Android. Because you have an Android phone, too. I, I've always had... I've had one iPhone at the beginning of my life, but... At the beginning of my life. And Greg, you are representing Apple. You've had mostly Apple phones. Is that yeah, I currently have the iPhone 8. Love it. Okay. It's like a little out of date, but okay. Oh, um, uh, we don't even <laughs> want to get into the how you maybe not get the iPhone X or whatever, but it's fine. Okay. Can I can I start my debate? I have two minutes yes. to go, yeah? <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. You okay. count me in. And go. Debate time. Okay, so first of all, Android is open source. Unlike Apple, which wants to control you, Android's like, yo, you get to do what you want. And that's a pretty beautiful thing in a world where I don't want a corporation telling me what I need to be and what makes me happy. Uh, Android gives people a lot more choice. So not only does that impact how you use your phone, it impacts your budget. If you don't have thousands of dollars, which, you know, Apple is going to make you pay, you can buy a much cheaper phone that runs on Android. And so it's affordable to more people and it's more cost effective. Um, Because it's open source, it's customizable. Like I can fully redesign the way my phone looks based to suit my own tastes. So if I don't actually like what it comes with the stock, I can go and download not only skins, but like the way the phone functions, how it boots up, everything about it to make it cool. It's my phone. And, you know, our phones have really become an extension of ourselves. So that's pretty cool. Um, Android has way more apps. In fact, it has one million more apps than Apple does. And so, yeah, sometimes there are some like problems where things come secondary to Android. But ultimately, there's more choice to get different things on Android because they're not as sticky about what goes on their app store. And they don't have to approve it. There's also a thing where you can actually go download apps that aren't on the App Store on Android. So if someone designs something really cool but it's not approved by the App Store, I can still go download it and install it on my phone. Um, Gregory, do you even know what a widget is? I didn't think so. A because witch? A widget. Uh, because Adina Apple Manziel, doesn't Adina have Adina it. It's another way to have things on your home screen that like, you could literally have your calendar be right there instead Five of having seconds. to open up an app. Five seconds? Oh my yeah, God, sorry. I have so many more things. Uh, uh, okay, how do I end this? Bang. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll talk, get into it later. We'll get, we have more of a debate section, uh, so I'll let you have your two minutes. Sorry. Wow, you did not give me any warnings throughout that. Um, I just wanted to make sure you're on your feet. Okay, are you ready? I'm gonna. I have a lot of points to follow up with, but we'll get there. Uh, me too. They're literally like busting okay, out of my. You're starting eyeballs. right now. Go. Okay, so Apple in this day and age was very, very forward thinking, and that you are right. They make their business model about selling more expensive hardware in order to keep your privacy as their number one goal. And the thing that we now realize as the big, huge issue of our time with Facebook and with Google is that their business models is that they actually don't allow you to be private. They get your information and they sell it to advertisers. And in this literal tech lash and apocalypse world that we live in, I am so proud to say that I own an Apple (laughs) and I will continue to own an Apple because 
I cannot believe how forward thinking they were and it mattered. And above all else, that to me is extremely important. Okay, yeah, write that down. Okay, so they hold their resale value a lot better, which is also important. Yes, they are expensive. But if you want to get a new phone, you can sell your iPhone for a lot more money than you can sell an Android. It's like buying as like a type of car. I don't know. Actually, no, we're not going to go there because I know nothing about cars. Either way, uh, that, is ex- that is extremely important because you actually can sell your phone later because people understand how it works. Like iPhone 6, okay, I'm going to get that, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Uh, yes, Apple does in fact be a lot is a lot more choosy about their apps. And that's because... On the Play Store, 500,000 malware like virus apps have been downloaded through Google Play Store. That has never happened with Apple because they are more picky. And literally because developers know that the Apple phone is a better phone, they (laughs) want to make their apps for it. And therefore, you can get these apps before Android. Instagram, for example, I had two years before you did Snapchat. You didn't even have every time you post an Instagram story. It's so janky. I'm sorry, but it's true. And like the text is cut off. You did not have Instagram two years before me. Sorry. But I mean, I could have, but I didn't. Um, Okay. Yeah. Again, developers work with it because it's the best phone. Also, I don't know much about phones, (laughs) but I do know that the Apple chip processor chip is the fastest one it's way faster than all of the competitors five and currently my phone literally has a better processor and it is in fact just better than your time phone. okay i'm i'm just gonna respond to a couple things you said i'm so, actually curious because i honestly i'm like so i genuinely you, am like um, you are yeah, wrong you you love privacy don't you, you just like love privacy right that's well, why you use an apple phone no okay I, do you mind just telling me do you have facebook on your Apple phone? Uh, do you no. have? You don't use Facebook. Do you have uh, Twitter or Instagram or WhatsApp? Because I do. you have value all those you things. value privacy so much that you just would never use those apps, right? I'm not saying. Interesting I'm saying because that it's interesting that Apple was ahead of its time with this big issue. That makes me proud. Oh, how the tables have turned when it comes to security. And I feel kind of vindicated when it comes to this issue as myself and everyone else at the ASAP Science office are proud Android users, all with the exception of Mr. Gregory Brown. Okay, so what am I talking about? I'm talking about the epic privacy flop that is the iPhone's FaceTime bug that lets you hear the audio of the person you were calling before they even pick up. Oh, snap. Think of it this way. Consider the amount of time someone calls you and you just watch it ring through to voicemail. Think of the incriminating things you might say out loud over this period of time. So, heads up, Greg and Mitch recorded this episode before this happened because we love getting ahead, but despite my glee for adding another point to Team Android, this bug, which is being dubbed Face Palm, is a big freaking deal. To make matters worse, it took Apple a long time to fix the problem. It was first discovered by a 14-year-old in Arizona when he realized he could eavesdrop on his friend's conversations. His mom then attempted multiple times to connect with Apple support and did not hear back. It wasn't until a second person pointed out the flaw on the website 9to5mac.com, a site for Apple fans, and then when the story went viral, Apple fixed the bug. Finally! There is actually a huge market for bugs and the code that can be used by governments, defense contractors, and cyber criminals to invisibly spy on people's devices without their knowledge. 
This FaceTime flaw could have gotten brokers in the bug black market thousands, even millions of dollars. All this to say, this is a bug Apple should have caught, and its slow response has created concern about the company's commitment to security, even though it's something they often boast about. Not that Android is perfect by any means, but it's something for all you Apple users to consider. Second rebuttal point to what you said. Okay, you said something about like, well, Apple's great because you can resell your phones. Yeah, for more. Yeah, for more money. Exactly. I don't know that that's necessarily true. It is true. They'll even take your phones back and they'll give you two hundred dollars. But you want to know why you got to do that? Because they brick your old phones. They make software that slows down, worsens the battery, which was a huge scandal when people found out they were intentionally decreasing the battery life of their phones so that people would buy the new ones. Okay, so one thing that's interesting about that is that that has been like grossly brought out of proportion and in fact when you look at the actual updates on phones Apple forces you to update your phone so currently 75% of all Apple devices are using iOS 12 therefore the new- they have the newest update which helps them run better and and what happens is sometimes in fact when they are adding the updates to their phones some older phones just due to the nature of the way they've been done if you have an iPhone 5 on the new update it's going to run differently cuz they're trying to bring everyone forward but that's but, interesting why would it why would you have to update if it's going to slow down your phone cuz it because it's actually a way of making the phone work better and be easier that's for the consumers not what yes I it is heard. android <laughs> on the other hand because it's such a literal mess and there's so <laughs> many different like softwares and things involved right now currently 20% of all Androids are running on Marshmallow, also skeptical name, from the 2000, that's the 2015 uh, update. 21% are on Oreo. Again, it's like what? These names are honestly ridiculous. So also has a brand that's name. That's your biggest point. And is currently, 2018, the update, not at the time that I was reading this, not one phone was on Pi. I'm on Pi. P-I-E. Well, th- this was maybe a little bit older, <laughs> but not very many. Was it before it came out? <laughs> no, I'm trying to say that like, you might be on Pi, but a lot of people aren't because the phones actually aren't updating with you. And that's what Apple does, which is great for the consumer. But yes, sometimes it leaves people but behind. But you can choose. You get to choose if you want to. And you can reverse as well if you but want to. But a lot to. of people like me, for example, I'm maybe not as techie. I don't want to choose. And in fact, I like that Apple's doing that work for me. That's what I'm paying for. But and now not, my phone is better. I think your argument is funk or debunk. Because, Why? Because when you update often an old phone, it cannot handle the types of things that a new phone software is wanting to make it do. And that's the advantage of keeping... But then if you're you just left a, in the past. They're, if you if have you're a five-year-old running... phone, it's not going to be able to handle 2019 software update. It just can't. And then as a result, your phone's going to but lose Apple, its ability to function If properly. you keep your Apple phone for a long period of time, yeah, maybe eventually it will go out of, out of date. But I still want it to be updating and keeping all of the software updates so I can, I can get the newest apps and things can run the best without me having to do anything. It forces you to. And that is important because they actually know what they're doing. And it's not a literal mess. Also, Oreo, Nougat, Pie, like, na- come on. A literal mess. You also brought up viruses, which... Can you name a single human being who's ever had a virus on their phone? Because I certainly haven't, and I have never met someone who has. Well, 500,000 malware viruses were downloaded on the Google Play Store to a phone. So, I mean, that's not a huge amount of number. Maybe you haven't had one, but it does happen. I just feel like that is not a problem, and I feel like those people are probably... I'm dumb. You would know if you had a virus on your phone. Some people might not. Those people are dumb. 
Well, I'm just saying that wouldn't happen on an iPhone. We're talking about which is better. And a lot of phone consumers, you're speaking maybe to people who are super techy or into their phone. Not even. But no. a lot of people just need a phone to work. And that's why Apple is more reliable. And I actually think they make better think, phones for more people. But I think what you're talking about, it's kind of an unfair comparison in some ways because there's just so many Android phones. So, like, you are talking about one aspect, but, like, the high-end Android phones Which are, are just expensive. Are, they are. They're basically comparable, though. Like, the Pixel is said to have the better camera. Which has a, a not-as-good processor. <laughs> okay, but I'm just saying, like, tit for tat, you get to at least pick what you want in your phone with Android, whereas Apple... Like, I could say I want the Pixel, I want the new Samsung, I want something cheaper, I want to go with the OnePlus. Like, there's so many options that you get to choose what actually matters to you as a but consumer. But Apple is still going to be the best phone. Also, can we just talk about... The what? universal chargers that Apple doesn't have, where you literally told a story about having to go to the Apple store to get one specific charger, whereas that's the Android, same as your phone. No, it is not. Greg. Your Google Cord is so whack. It's, it's like a weird like it's cylinder. It's the newest universal charger. Oh, so okay. all new phones can use all new a Android new phones. universal. That's that's Greg, literally an oxymoron. No, you don't that, understand technology. This is like updating USB. They they but, it is a USB charger. But you, that means you still go have the same issue I have, which is going to a party and they. Have only have the old one and you're like oh you don't have the new universal it's like no if it's universal yeah, it should work well, on the old one okay technology That's does have to make a new universal the new universal charger is not just for pixel though it's for every android phone. i have never seen that weird like everyone like, in our office edged. has that no they don't yes they do there's still every the old thing the thing that it. charges our mouses and stuff yeah that's, that's a usb charger as well but that won't fit into your Google because Pixel. Because it's like, that's like saying, oh, well, you can't fit a floppy disk in your computer. No, but it's, it's not so that not old. updated. But the, the new Apple chargers, there's not very many old ones. No one has the old one anymore. It's the same thing as saying that with but Android. But I'm saying you can't just go to any store and get that new Apple charger. Like, I could just get a USB charger for my phone and it'll work. I could, I could go, go to the... any store, but I just went to the Apple store. Okay, for and that. let's also just say how the Apple ones are infamously terrible. They have a one-star review on Apple's own website because they break, they're crappy, they're low quality, and they are so marked up in price. Okay, well, no I haven't. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a comment on that, but I will say that I have this cool new thing beside my bed that I really <laughs> like, where I just drop my oh, phone on it and it charges. Thank you for bringing this up because oh, I no. would love to mention how Apple <laughs> takes credit for so many things that they did not invent, and I'm just gonna go. I through did, Apple didn't a, invent that; it's called something else. It's called like WeWork. Wireless no, that's a, that's a workspace. Oh. <laughs> um, so it's like. Oh, everyone this year was like, oh, my God, screen time. It's so revolutionary. Apple cares about how much we use our phone. It's like, oh, that's been on Android for years. And we just didn't make a big deal about what it. What do you mean screen time? Like, you know how you use that screen time app? Is that what it's called on Apple oh, where yeah. it tells you how much time you've used? It's yeah, like it's really depressing. Oh, wireless oh. charging was uh, not Apple that invented that. That was an Android phone. Oh, unlocking your phone with a face. Yeah, Android. Edge-to-edge -edge display. Oh, it's like, oh, I guess you're going to copy Samsung again. Oh, it's like uh, water resistance. Also copy. Samsung, but somehow they're like, we're so special. Yeah, I remember when oh, Apple Levine dropped fast their phone charging, not invented by Apple. They copied that. Stereo speakers copied. And finally, Siri. Uh, activating your phone with your voice was not invented by Apple. And in I'm fact, it was not trying by to say that Apple back, back is... Backpedal, backpedal, backpedal. No, <laughs> I'm trying to say that it's a better phone. And I love that Apple is looking around at other parts of the industry and thinking this is working, taking this technology and thinking this is the best thing to incorporate into our ecosystem to make the best <laughs> phone and the simplest most 
easy to use, and as again I had said, developers say is the best phone to get the most access to apps, to not post on my story and have it look janky McGangster. <laughs> that is something I'll, I'll complain about life. Android, especially apps like Instagram and Snapchat. Whenever you post For on Instagram, I'm actually reason, like, oh, that's sad. Because it's like the Pixel has the best, best camera on the market, but, it but then matter. it doesn't translate into those apps. For whatever reason, I don't know why exactly. those, but that's those apps' decision to do that for whatever reason. But, but part that's of, still part of the phone I'll tell you buying. what part of the problem is is because there's so much choice for Android different screen sizes different everything yeah I believe I called it a mess yes it's a mess no 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 it's difference and I think we can both agree that diversity is important or are you going against that now okay that is not diversity is important but that makes it more complicated to customize apps for you're not just customizing it for Android, you have to customize it for different, all different features, the iPhone all different is, sizes. The iPhone has had a few meetings from Marie Kondo, and it has just what tidying up, tidied up. Yep, this? it's tidied um, up. Okay, I'll say this in all seriousness and like kind of like a little more neutral stance is I do believe that in the past, especially Apple was unarguably the best quality phone you could get in terms of physical build and probably in terms of functionality. It still is, but I. Uh, that's arguable now because there's different features yeah. that it will pull ahead in. Like in general, when you look at a, at a real review of today's world, comparing the high end phones, Apple will usually be near the very top, but there might be some features where people are like, well, actually this pixel has this better and this Samsung does this better. Of course. But the markup for me has always been the biggest sticking point. So even I often had a problem where like people choose Apple computers over PC computers and I just think you can get the same thing on a PC computer for way cheaper. Like if you were to build your own PC, it would have better stats than an Apple and be way cheaper. I agree with that. And, and I guess so like we are saying Apple versus Android, so I'm picturing phones. Yeah, no, that's yeah. true. And like and that's I, what I But I mean in right. that same world I'm like I, I would always argue with people because I was like, I can get what you have for so much cheaper. But that's, but if we talk it about, it saves the just time for people phones, who don't understand. Though. Yeah. But it's the same thing. I think I can get the same, almost the same quality for almost. like half the price in some phones. I can get the same quality in some features uh, for now. Now it's changed because like Google and Samsung are like, we want to have high end phones that compete with Apple. So they price And it can the same. you not admit though that Apple's decision with privacy and selling their hardware for more to keep your privacy is not a very interesting, important thing I don't really, as a company? No, no, no. I don't think that was. Thinking of Google versus Apple. Okay, I'm going to just say like, I'm not educated enough to know, but I'm going to give my opinion anyway, which is that I don't think that was an intentional decision by Apple. I think they've always been a product hardware company. Exactly. And so as a re- but that's not them going because we value your privacy no, so much. No, but, but I'm it talking just goes, about the they're current... not motivated by uh, that's information. Fine. I'm not they're motivated by they... selling physical products. Exactly. And I'm not trying to say that they knew that the world that we were going to live in right now was the world. But that if they our cared so much was, about privacy, could... they would block apps like we talked about. Like they don't they don't actually care. I'm not care. saying that they necessarily care. I'm saying that it's interesting that I get to now have this phone and know that in the current day and age where I really think privacy is becoming a huge issue, I don't think they made this decision on purpose. I think they lucked out. But, but I'm I'm really It's irrelevant happy. when you consider every other aspect of your phone that you use yeah your phone itself they still collect data on like where you walk to where you travel to because all these apps all are through con- the other apps but I don't still know be, I don't still actually be easier. Know. I mean in that sense though like I haven't deleted Facebook but you could delete Facebook you could delete WhatsApp you could delete Instagram and then you wouldn't be it wouldn't be out of your control to keep your per- privacy private whereas just, if you have an Android you don't have argument, that control I'm sorry I'm gonna and, go around in a circle I just don't understand the argument because it's what 
what is my phone collecting that is through just the phone itself? That's like not literally where you go all the time. Like, it does, liter- do they not do that? They have Apple Maps, doesn't it? Track you, your travel? no, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. If you have Google Maps, it will. Their apps, they don't do that. And also another thing, this is just another. Well, side so note. Apple Maps was a fucking disaster. Yeah, that's true. So <laughs> I, that's why I have friends who like still are like, where is it? And they open Apple Maps. I'm like, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> and like, they're like, like why is it ser- showing me in a fully different city? Yeah, and there was. A- <laughs> <laughs> that is really funny and it's like cute they that there's some app are not a software company. <laughs> really made a mistake but yeah and also another thing is like you can pretty much get all apps I mean this is actually maybe an annoying thing that Apple does but I can get pretty much all Android apps on my phone but if you have an Android you can't get all the Apple apps I know you would no, say that's that that's difference. annoying that's not true the difference no, you can't there's a million true. more apps on the Android uh, but you can't get store. Apple like if there's ever like an app that's just for the iPhone you can't get it ones... but I can get Gmail and like I yeah. use, obviously because you wouldn't you want to use Gmail. Apple Mail. <laughs> but I mean, like you could you couldn't get Apple Mail, not that you'd want it. But there are it doesn't go but the other way. You couldn't get like probably Outlook. Like there's like that's a yeah, weird I one think to choose. You could. Not okay. For the most part, you can get all the apps. Gmail's on a really one to choose, but I agree. Yeah. Like all the main apps function best on Apple yeah. because they can make the most money there as well. Like I don't and know. I don't know if this. Phone. I don't know if this is true anymore. <laughs> no, because it's a very specific phone. The most people have Android, but mo the most people have an Apple phone. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. more people run on Android, but that is made up of a lot of different phones. And but then most, if you talk yeah. about the one single phone and platform on iOS that people have, it will be Apple. So I think we're going to be debating this for. Sorry, I just also oh. wanted to say <laughs> that um, uh, I don't know if this is true today, but more apps were free on Android. Like some of the same apps that you'd have to pay for on Apple back in the day. I, I don't know if it's I don't true know now. if you don't know this today. If you can just say. This. Okay, but this was the case that I could get free apps that people would pay pay money for. I don't really like download a lot of the apps. Yeah, but anymore. you like just got Instagram and it doesn't even work. So <laughs> moving on. Um, yeah, we're gonna continue to have this debate. Forever. I genuinely think that my phone is better. Mitch genuinely thinks that his phone is better, and that's why this continues to be a debate. It's I interesting though that you're about, like your your pictures are so beautiful. How do you even do that? That's amazing. Everyone says that. To oh, me. I'm so over that blur of the background. <laughs> now it looks good. Now it's just like ugh, kind of looks worse, a little bit awkward. It's like wow, anyone can do that. I get it now. It's cool when it's like how'd you do that? But now I'm like oh, I know how you do it. You blur the background. They don't just blur the background. It calculates the difference and the distance from the background. Yeah, but then it like just looks the camera like camera does. I don't know. I'm a little cheesy. Okay. Yeah, we will have this. Let us know what you guys think. Hashtag side note podcast. I want to get a good sense of like who's in this Apple versus Android debate. How many people are strongly on one side? How many I people? I feel like people are, right? You're probably defending what you they, have. Yeah. And I think like Apple's a little more basic. So oh it's kind of like all, it's kind of like people who cheer on Starbucks and you're like, you just don't get it. It's okay. It's it's not bad. You just when you I literally get picture it. Apple, I picture like Starbucks. sleek. No, I picture sleek and like you cool picture Starbucks. and like Japanese and Scandinavian <laughs> design. And then when I literally picture Android, I picture like honestly like a pile of trash. <laughs> and I'm just like like a mess, like a, like a before photo of like a room that's like messy. And then Marie Kondo because like I'm not kidding. It's funny. Like I don't know where that comes from, but I genuinely like when I see you with your Android, I'm like that's so sad. No, like, it's I'm so, so sorry cool. For you. Like I love Zelda and the back of my screen is just like an animated thing of all Zelda and it's items. it's animating rotating. all the time. It's probably wasting yeah, I love so it. much energy. It's so, every time I have my phone, I'm like, wow, my identity Whatever, my back is, is literally when I went on a canoe trip with my mom. It's like the most beautiful serene. No, yeah. it, it literally brings tears to my eyes. It's about an <laughs> actual relationship with my mother. This Mine's is about a, relation- a computer game. Wow, that's a different episode because you really disrespect video games all the time. <laughs> my, my relationship with my mother versus Zelda. <laughs> 
Bring okay. Up. Thank you guys so much for listening. Let us know what you think in the Apple versus Android debate. You can use the hashtag or you can tweet us or Instagram us directly at Mitchell Moffat and at Whale Watch Me PLZ. And I'll be looking it at my slick eyeball. Okay. Um, and let us know what other things you want us to debate because this is fun. Uh, we often debate like very sometimes serious topics, but we also love just doing like fun ones. And when we turn off pretty... the recording, I do cry. And so we keep do it going. Break up every week and then we get back together just for the podcast, just for you guys. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. We'll talk to you guys next week. Peace. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.